Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Romans chapter 4. What then shall we say? That Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter. If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So then, he's the father of all who believe, but have not been circumcised, in order that the righteousness might be credited to them. And he is then also the father of the circumcised, who not only are circumcised, but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. It is not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be the heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath. And where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who have the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Against all hope, Abraham, in hope, believed. And so the father of many nations, just as it had been said of him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words, it was credited to him, were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. 
Now, before I begin to review this chapter, I want to talk about this word, justification. The word in the first century, the Greek word that's used there, was actually an accounting term. And so, friends, I want you to picture in your mind's eye a ledger. And on one side of the ledger are figures, um, we'll say expenses, and the other side of the ledger are income numbers. And so to have the two sides balance is the goal of all accounting. In other words, you want the, the numbers on the left that are being spent and the numbers on the right, the income, to balance when you get to the end of the, uh, end of the figures, the end of the sets of two columns. And so these balanced figures, this is called justified or justification. This is where this word comes from, rather, the, the Greek word that was used as an accounting term to justify the books. And so in the case of our lives, some people think that there's a balance and your good deeds are weighed on one side of the balance and your bad deeds are weighed on the other side of the balance. And if your good deeds outweigh your bad deeds, then you go to heaven. They picture this as the way that God operates. But God doesn't operate that way. The sum total of our lives goes on one side of the ledger sheet, or in our analogy with the scale, one side of the scale. And so all of your deeds, both good and evil, are on one side of the ledger. The only thing that's in the income side or the righteousness side is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. The only thing that balances out our lives or justifies our lives is not our good deeds. It's the righteousness of Jesus Christ, his righteous life, his atoning sacrificial death, and his glorious resurrection and ascension into heaven. The finished work of Christ is what justifies us before Almighty God. It's not our good deeds. It's not our creeds. It's not our membership in a church or, or some parachurch organization. We are justified by faith in Jesus. He's the one that balances the books of our lives. And so this word justification is very important. This chapter that we just read talks about having righteousness credited to us. This, once again, is an accounting term. To have something credited to your account is an accounting term. The righteousness that's credited to us is not our own righteousness. It's the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so for us, who have been justified by faith in Jesus, his righteousness has been credited to us. So Abraham was justified by his faith. His life was justified by faith. His faith was in the Christ who had not yet been born, but somehow mystically he was able to apprehend the righteousness of Christ. We read that Abraham was justified by faith. Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. We find this, of course, in Genesis chapter 15, where Abraham believed the Lord, and it was credited to him as righteousness. But Paul is quoting about that in Romans 4. It goes on in verse 7 of, of Romans chapter 4 to say, Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Friends, the only way to have your sins eradicated and not counted against you is to have them offset by the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And they're not even still on the ledger. They're totally eradicated from the balance sheet when we receive the righteousness of Christ. Abraham's our example. He apprehended this righteousness by faith. In verse 9, Paul says, We've been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. It was charged to his account. His, uh, his faith credited righteousness to him. Under what circumstances was it credited, Paul writes? Was it after he was circumcised or before? 
It was not after, but before. He received circumcision as a sign of the righteousness he had already apprehended by faith. And so in that respect, Abraham is the father of the faith, both of the uncircumcised and the circumcised. He received circumcision as a sign of his faith, and having been justified by faith, circumcision was an outward indication. So for the Jewish people who enter into the the covenant of circumcision, it's relevant inasmuch as it's a sign and a symbol that they have obtained the faith through which Abraham pleased God. Faith is the key to our redemption. Verse 13, it was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be the heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. Verse 16, therefore the promise comes by faith so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all of Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also those who have the faith of Abraham. He's the father of us all. And so this justification, this righteousness that comes by faith, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. He in some ways apprehended the victory of the cross, as did all the Old Testament saints, by the way. And so justification comes through faith, and more specifically, faith in Christ. Reading verse 22 of Romans 4, this is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words, it was credited to him, were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and raised to life for our justification. And so because of the finished work of Jesus, when we receive his righteousness by faith, it's credited to us, to our accounts, as our righteousness. In other words, when God looks at you and looks at your life, he doesn't see your successes and your failures and weigh them against each other. He sees your life as it is, but more importantly, he sees you through the lens of the righteousness of his son, Jesus. He sees you and he sees me, credited with righteousness because of the cross of Jesus Christ. By faith, we apprehend not our own good works, not something to merit our boasting before God of ourselves, but we apprehend the righteousness of Christ. We're justified by his righteousness, and it's credited to us as righteousness, just as if we had never sinned. And so if we believe in Christ, we serve Christ, we believe the words of Scripture, yes, we will behave in virtuous ways. But those are not the things that justify us before Almighty God. We're justified by our faith in the finished work of the cross, in our finished work of Christ. We're justified by our faith in the God who sent Jesus to live a sinless life, to die an atoning sacrificial death, to be raised from the dead as the first fruits of the resurrection, in type and shadow proving that each of us in due season will be raised up in our own order. Lord, we thank you for Jesus, who you raised from the dead. We thank you, Lord, that he was delivered over to death for our sins, and he was raised to life for our justification. Lord, we also thank you for Abraham, who is the father of all who believe, both Jew and Gentile, that this man Abraham believed the Lord, And Lord, you credited it to him as righteousness. Lord, through faith in you, he apprehended righteousness, not justified by works, but justified by the righteousness of God through faith. Lord, it's by grace that we've been able to receive faith and to believe your word. We thank you, Lord, 
for your word. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your unmerited favor. May we walk in a way that's worthy of the life that Christ lived and the death that he died. Thank you, Lord, for saving us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.